Welcome to the Operate Intelligently podcast, the podcast for all things operations. Hello, Operate Intelligently listeners. This is your host, Joshua Peach, and I am really excited here on a Sunday afternoon to have uh, a great friend of mine and uh, one of the most knowledgeable folks in maintenance and operations, especially in public case K-12 schools, Keith Watkins. And uh, Keith is in New Rochelle, uh, New York. And uh, welcome, first and foremost, Keith. Thanks for taking the time to join me. Uh, spur of the moment type thing. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate the invite and I hope that our conversation is beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this time right now that we're in, I woke up this morning, I got on LinkedIn, uh, did my quick scan and saw that you had put some posts on um, about some of the equipment that you're using in the district. And for those that are listening that don't know this, uh, currently New York has 50% of the total coronavirus positive test um, cases. That's roughly, I think, around 16,000. And Keith, if my numbers are off and you got, you're closer to the ground on it, let me know. But I think you guys got around 16,000 uh, positive cases, and many of them are in your neck of the woods. Uh, correct. I, I don't have the exact number. It changes daily. Uh, as you can imagine, I'm on uh, multiple email threads from different senators and government resources. Uh, the numbers are baffling and uh, growing exponentially. So let's let's talk about Keith's life a couple weeks ago, right? Before all this stuff was headline news, probably more 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 along lines about a month ago. When did when did all the talk and some of the concern and some of the trickle down to things that you should start to consider? When did that really start? You know, I would say this has happened uh, really very fast. And, uh, you know, fortunately for us and, and many others, you know, in New Rochelle specifically, we had a, a, a really robust uh, plan in place when all this started to hit the airwaves and there was raised awareness and then raised concern and then, uh, you know, panic started to creep in. Um, but yeah, you know, about three weeks ago, you know, we were already supplying. So we have 11, over 11,000 students. 11 school buildings, a city hall, about 1.5 million square feet, a facility staff of about 107. We were already supplying um, alcohol-free hand sanitizer, um, Oxivir TB wipes, which uh, have a corona claim. Um, we already had this in place. We were cleaning nightly, and then Tuesdays and Thursdays, we were cleaning with our Protexas electrostatic applicators and our Pure Tabs, who we, you know, we purchased those through Hilliard, great resource. Um, wonderful supporter, business partner, as, as we have many. Um, so we were already doing something. And then as this started to creep up, we switched that from Tuesday, Thursday to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We added it uh, one extra night. And we started to, to, to preach and encourage the uh, hand-washing, hand-washing, hand-washing. And we just kind of stayed ahead of it because we already had a, a really good, robust program in place ahead of this. Yeah, uh, and that's great. The electrostatic machines, I, Ken Wirtz, who you and I both know and are friends with, he brought yep. that up. How long have you been using those machines? Because apparently those are impossible to find and lots of schools don't have that as a resource or a tool. How long have you been using them and what do they do? Yeah, so we've been using the um, Protexas electrostatic sprayers for about the better part of a year and a half. Um, we have the handheld applicators, and we also have multiple of the backpack units. Um, we, we bought into this program. Uh, uh, you know, we're trying to take out the human error. Everybody works differently. Everyone does things differently. Um, so about a year and a half ago, we bought the Pure Tabs, Hypochlorous 
uh, product, um, very safe, kind of like pool water. Um, uh, one tab for the handhelds, two tabs for the backpacks. Very easy to train. You got to keep it really simple. Um, we had multiple training sessions, but about the better part of a year and a half, we've had these. And what they do is if you just spray with a regular spray bottle at something, you hit the front, kind of like if you used your hand as an example, and you sprayed the front of your hand. Yeah. Um, material, um, droplets, whatever you want to call it, the atomized solution would blow past the front of your hand, and the back of your hand would get uh, hit sparingly. The electrostatic feature charges the, the chemical being sprayed, and it actually makes it wrap around every object, so it, it really eliminates a lot of the human error. Wow, that's and that's Kenny was explaining a bit to me, and it just sounds like a really incredible piece of equipment. What does something like that go for, and and how many do you have? Like you got eleven thousand, you got eleven thousand students, one point five million square feet. How many buildings was that again? We have eleven school buildings where kids attend, and we have our city hall where our administrative offices are. So how many of these pieces of equipment do you have to cover that space, and how long does it take to do an application? Yeah. So. Uh, currently in New Rochelle, uh, I'm in charge of custodial operations. I have 87 full-time custodians, and I have approximately 40 um, hourly staff that fill in when people call in sick. We do have some fixed hourlies that get five hours a day. Um, so uh, I, I, we invested in New Rochelle, a great support from our upper administration and, and our business office, um, saw, the, saw the benefit of this, saw the, the safety aspect. Uh, we bought 87 of these, so we assigned one to every custodian. And then wow. we also purchased six of the backpack units for our high school, which is the second largest high school in New York State, at just under 530,000 square feet with 3,400 students. Um, so, and then our two middle schools, uh, one is 190,000 square feet, one is 160. Um, we bought the backpack units for the weight rooms, the auditoriums, um, the larger group instruction areas, so we could work through these areas in, in a much more efficient way. Well, you guys, I mean, you, you, you're progressive and doing some really cool stuff there. Um, congratulations, first and foremost. You guys have figured out the way to present the case to get people to support you. Talking about administrator staff buying into and supporting you is huge. Um, yep. Now we're in this. You know, you're three weeks in. Um, for everything that I'm seeing and hearing and the, the hundreds of folks that I'm talking to, clients and non-clients that are in maintenance and operations, especially in education, um, there doesn't seem to be a set, consistent plan that says, hey, when this happens, do this, 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 and this. There's not a set cleaning schedule. Every district is different. Every district, for the most part, from what I'm understanding, is still serving breakfast and lunch to free and reduce mm -hmm. students, right? So um, how, do, how, do you, how do you navigate through all of that to determine what's best? And 1.5 million square feet, the number of touch points that you have to go over over and over again you locking the schools down completely? What's open? What's not open? You know, what's that? What's that look like for you guys? Yeah. So you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say you know uh, our 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 um, superintendent, and it's out there. It's known to the community. Community. She she's tested positive for the virus. Uh, we're all embracing the uh, work from home mentality because that's what we have to do, and we're following all the guidances and everything. So. Um, you know, I'm working from home until next Thursday. Our buildings are open to custodians, maintenance staff, grounds folks. Our facility staff, I've, I've said this in my, this is my sixth school district. I'm on my 30th year in public schools for New York State. Our facility staff, uh, and when I do a presentation, uh, I typically have this slide up, and in the middle is a circle with the facility staff in it. And around it is athletics, special education, curriculum, food service, 
you name it, facilities touches every other department. And honestly, you know, two departments may not touch each other the entire year, but facilities is that, that glue that holds it all together. And I got to say, you know, our staff at New Rochelle, we're, we're still bringing out ab about, my numbers may be off a little bit because it changes, but we're doing 3,000 breakfasts and lunches daily. We have uh, district uh, distribution points. We're practicing social distances. We, distancing, we have um, masks and gloves and hand sanitizer that is available. We were lucky enough to get some of the, the governor's product. Um, in the future, I'd, I'd like them to reach out and ask for some quality control to people that, who might know a little more about this than, than some others. But uh, it's, it's a little too strong and the fragrance is strong. But again, we are very appreciative that we got some of that because we are utilizing it at all our food distribution points. But uh, I just would like to say our, our, our facilities folks are delivering Chromebooks. Um, they're delivering meals. They're assisting with deliveries. They are holding it all together. Um, so, but at our schools, uh, to answer your question, Josh, um, I think you know me, and uh, I, I just can't sit with my my hands under my under my lap and and wait for someone to be give me unguided guidance, so to say, in something like this. Um, yeah. I'd rather be doing something, even if it's not exactly correct or not, uh, you know, proven to all aspects of uh, infinity. Um, we we have we have a dedication and a responsibility to our students and our staff. Um, so uh, the insanity to me is the fact that everyone's doing this quote unquote deep clean or extra cleaning or and then they're disinfecting and then and then they're locking their doors. <clears throat> okay, that's great. Should have been doing that anyways. So my point is is now what? The first student, first staff member, first community member that comes in and and they sneeze or they cough. Uh, you want to see people clear out around you now? Sneeze or cough, and you've got about a 75-foot radius around you. So, you know, what we're doing, um, we've, we've done some research, again, with the TAP program from Hilliard and all those things they supply, the Oxivir wipes from our Strauss paper. We're using the Orbeo cleaning chemicals uh, through Sterling. Um, we, I've got a lot of great, smart, supportive business partners. Um, but one of the latest things we're using is a product called uh, uh, BioProtect. It's a coating that you apply after you clean, after you disinfect, and it carries a 90-day kill claim for germs, bacteria, and viruses. They are currently testing it against COVID, and we'll have uh, some answers back within probably like three weeks. But it's already proven against other things for the common cold and other things that we know are bad for people and can live on the surface. And with the BioProtect coating, we're also using their other product that's called the Sanders filter in all of our HVAC systems. So now we're treating the surfaces and we're treating the air. So New Rochelle is, uh, whatever, whether you want to call it cutting edge or not, uh, we're, being, we're getting prepared and we're getting our buildings ready. So if and when we get the okay to open our doors, we're going to have another plan B in place that's going to help protect our students, our staff, our community, because they deserve it. And, you know, as a director of facilities, um, we need to be thinking outside the box right now because we're in different times and just cleaning and disinfecting really isn't gonna cut it because again, as soon as those doors open, it's all gonna be expected to be done again and that's just plain insanity. Yeah, and you just touched on something and you know, I, I mentioned this in a, in a different podcast that uh, you know, my mindset when all of this stuff happened, I, you know, I've been in this, this industry not quite as long as you, but about 25 years. And when all this happened, especially in education environments, I was like, now the schools are closed, they're gonna go in and clean it, and then they're going to be able to tackle PM projects and tasks that you'd normally do over the summer. Mm -hmm. And first of all, that's not the case. You can't just have anybody in there. You probably have some, some vendor 
Uh, you can't just let vendors come in and do the work that you contracted out. And ideally, you'd be doing those filter changes and all those things, um, but you're restricted from doing a lot of that stuff. Are you seeing a lot of that? Are you feeling that similar uh, environment where that's not what you guys can be focusing on with everybody out in your district? Well, I'll, I'll throw a couple of plugs out there. Uh, I'm a past president of the New York State School Facilities Association with 18 chapters in New York State with over 700 members. I'm currently the president of the National School Plant Management Association with uh, currently 17 states in attendance with three or four uh, knocking on our door trying to become members. Um, you know, uh, to say that we're, we're not networked and we're sharing all these same questions, uh, not only in New York State, but across the states would be a lie. So everyone that I'm seeing, um, especially down in the Westchester area where New Rochelle is, um, a lot of folks are taking, uh, they're all taking different approaches. They have a, a skeleton crew in, they're doing building checks. We are um, practicing social distancing. We're working in small groups. Um, we are, we do have our facility staff uh, deemed essential. Uh, a lot of them you could see in the government's executive order uh, that he shared, uh, you know, cleaners, custodians, maintenance, uh, those people are listed as essential personnel, thank God. Um, we're still continuing to get our buildings ready for, for if and when, you know, there's a date shared to open our doors. We know it's going to be a little while. We have a lot of folks that went and uh, have been tested. Um, once you get tested here, there, there's actually a drive-through testing facility here in New Rochelle. Uh, you're, you're kind of uh, quarantined for three days until you get your results. Um, staff are sharing their results. If they're negative, they're coming back to work. Uh, it's a peace of mind. Um, but I am noticing everyone's doing things differently. Uh, and I think we have to kind of embrace this is going to be the norm for a little while. But we also have to, as facilities directors, be looking for those safeguards and those things that are going to make our, our student, staff, and community feel safe for, for when they do step back into our buildings. And we should be doing our homework, and it is our job, and, and that is our responsibility. Yeah, and uh, that's, I'm glad you did those plugs because I was going to plug for you, so you saved, me one of my, <laughs> you saved me one of my jobs. And we're going to touch on that on the end to make sure that people know how to get a hold of you guys and stay Absolutely. in the know and, and compare notes. Uh, one thing that you said that's interesting was the filters. Um, you know, it's one thing to wipe the area down and get it clean. It's another thing to wipe the area down for health. And it, there's something that's often overlooked in these situations, which is healthy air. Tell me a little bit about mm -hmm. that, that filter approach that you have. And what is that? What do those filters do that, that might be different from just putting a, a, a 3M standard filter in there? And uh, what are you finding on that? Yeah. So I started, uh, you know, I've been, been in New Rochelle almost three years. And uh, being a, a big indoor air quality buff, you know, uh, New Rochelle's fortunate enough where they have central vac systems in all their buildings. Uh, can't say they've been maintained properly, but they are now. They're up and running. So we're trying to uh, get rid of the dust mopping because when you dust mop, you know, 62% of the dirt uh, you actually collect, 38% goes airborne. Those are ISSA standards, you know, normal industry standards. Wow. You can find all this stuff out with, with door matting and why you know, doormats can, can collect 80, 85% of all the dirt you bring into a building. So folks who pick them up in the summer, don't do that. Leave them down year round. Uh, you still have indoor air quality issues to worry about year round. But we have backpack vacuum, essential vac. So we, we've tried to implement uh, a vacuuming where you collect it and remove instead of push it around mentality. We've done really good. We have some, some ground to, to gain yet. But these filters, again, uh, I am not the expert on these filters and this product just yet. I've done my homework for a couple of weeks now, crash coursing it. I like what I see. We're going to be able to have some results soon. Um, we're, we're applying this coating in all of our buildings on all the surfaces. Um, we contract our buses out, but we will be looking to hit our fleet vehicles. Um, 
it can be on any porous, non-porous surface, but the filters, I believe it's 0.3 submicron. Um, so all the germs and bacteria that are in the air uh, that are associated with a lot of issues we're dealing with would be captured and removed um, in that filter because we do know, obviously, it's airborne and surface related. So treating the air and the surfaces just makes sense. And, and again, just to clean and disinfect, that's great, but you've done all that work to do what? To just to do it all over again. So again, people can reach out to me. They have for, for I mean, the last five days, my phone and email have been blowing up about what we're doing and the products we're using. Um, common sense, I would say reach out to your business, business partners, use them as resources, pick their brains. Um, I, I, uh, it's, it's, you know, I've learned that, uh, it's what you learn after you know it all that's most important. Um, yeah. so even after 30 years, I'm still learning, man. I would have never thought we'd be in this situation. Yeah. And you're, and you're doing a, a great job. Uh, and it's, you know, I've, I've watched, I've seen you speak numerous times. I've followed you along in your associations, uh, and you're doing your homework all the time. Like you say, it's, uh, it's the things, you know, things you learn after, you know, every, know it all. Um, you, you're constantly learning and, and sharing. So, you know, how, how's a good way for folks to start to uh, network with you and the groups that you're a part of? Well, it's uh, the New York State School Facility Association, real simple, nyssfa.com. And then you've got the National School Plant Management Association, nspma.com, um, all, all great um, professional associations. The networking is unbelievable. Again, you can reach out to me, uh, Kay Watkins, at nredlearn.org. That's N-R-E-D-L-E-A-R-N.org, Kay Watkins. Um, I'm on LinkedIn um, trying to, you know, uh, be a part of the solution. I, I think what we have to watch is everybody's negativity and platform on these things. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not a paid spokesperson for anyone, but if someone's got a product that I think is going to work for me and my facilities and my student staff and community, I'm going to use it. And, uh, you know, the, the technology that's out there is amazing. We've got some great, reliable business partners, and they've got some great products and some great resources. So I, I utilize mine all I can. Yeah, that's great. And, uh, Keith, I, I got to tell you, I'm, uh, you know, listening to you. You guys are, you guys are literally in the epicenter of all of this stuff in the United States. Uh, most folks that would be in that position would probably uh, go down in a hole and hide for a while and not have the optimism and the excitement. Uh, and the drive that you guys, you and your team have, and I and I say your team because I know a number of your team members, and I I, I know and I just don't just suspect I know their mindset is similar to yours, which is let's get out there, let's get this thing done, and let's get the buildings back open again for our students. And you know, when you said about being essential, one of the things that's often overlooked that I mean, I just can't tell you how appreciative I am to have the opportunity to work with professionals with you and your team because you are essential. You're essential to every aspect of what goes on in a district. And the thing that you talked, that you mentioned, that you just kind of said was that they're out delivering meals. Like they're taking care of these kids that wouldn't have food otherwise while they're taking care of making sure that the buildings are taken care of and all these other pieces and bits of so many moving parts. I'm so appreciative for everything you guys are doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Hope everything goes uh, smoothly with everybody in your area. So hopefully we get past this. Uh, sooner than later, we can get back to life as usual and get these kids back into an environment uh, that they can, can continue to learn together and grow together. Um, dude's always got your back, my friend. We're here and uh, appreciate you. I mean, literally, uh, you put a post this morning uh, on a Sunday morning and I, I reached out to you within four minutes. 
you're responding, let's do this. So I can't thank you for making yourself available here on a Sunday afternoon to do this. Well, I, I'd be remiss if I, if I didn't include uh, Dude Solutions uh, with those vendors and business partners who are very supportive. So we'll, we'll just leave it at that. I won't make you blush or embarrass yourself. <laughs> uh, I appreciate your friendship more than anything, my friend. You too. We will be seeing each other sooner than later when all this stuff uh, blows over and uh, keep doing what you're doing. All right. God bless. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Operate Intelligently podcast produced by Dude Solutions. You can reach us by emailing dspodcast at dudesolutions.com or check us out on the web at dudesolutions.com.